0: You're listening to Season 10, Episode 157, recorded on February 9th, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Luke and the Lonely. But first... Our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more. For as little as $1 a month, your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's Comedians Interviewing Musicians.
1: Hello, hello,
2: hello, internet world. Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians. I'm Kim Stacey. Becky Jo Neil is not here tonight. She is off fighting superheroes. Yes, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. Uh, she's trying to clean up the streets from uh, white guys flying around and uh, trying to do good deeds. So I want to uh, welcome our amazing guest. Before I do that, I want to say thank you so much to our patrons and our sponsors. Um, big thank you to Cher T Realtor. Um, without you, we would not be here, and we love you so much. And so check out her and her chicken purse waffles. Uh, great stuff for every day. You know, I mean, come on. Who doesn't love a chicken purse? Uh, also, uh, Brian Wolf, uh, Jake Farr with Farr Guitar Studios. You're still quarantine at home? Want to learn how to play guitar or just pretend um go ahead and uh hook up with him um but hello to we are joined with sarah and luke from luke and the lonely yay thank you so much for being here thanks for having us absolutely uh so how have you guys been holding up like what have you done this past oh my god it's been a year almost crap uh what have you done during the pandemic did you learn anything new what have you been doing
3: you mean as a band or just individually or you don't
2: individually as a band maybe you like learn together you're like we're going to quarantine together and we're going to do a human pyramid because who doesn't want to do that during a quarantine
3: well you go first Sarah
4: oh um yeah well so as a band we kind of Uh, ignored each other for the first three months Mm,
2: your band and my family are the same
3: not so much (laughs) as a text for like three months
4: dead air because we were just like it'll be two weeks it'll be fine we'll talk soon um and then like maybe around june we were like i guess we should navigate somehow
2: Uh, (laughs) you climbed out of your holes and you're just like okay hello. (laughs) Yeah, and
4: then we just, we thankfully had recorded some music last January, and so we're like, we've got that, and started putting a plan to release some music. We've played some live shows outdoors. That's good. As far away from us as possible.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. I like that before the pandemic, honestly. <laughs> yeah, we were doing that really too. People didn't seem to like that.
3: We should no. play that police song, Don't Stand So Close. Yeah,
2: yeah ex- all the time. First first op- opening song, just hear that at every show.
4: Uh, for me, I went through a couple phases. I like to measure the quarantine by what show I was binging at what time. Yep. So- um, I watched all of Vanderpump Rules, really good okay. TV. Um, a lot of other shows. I actually started getting into artwork a lot more. I actually majored in fine art. So
2: yeah, I saw that on your Instagram. You're extremely talented, which um, is kind of annoying. Like, pick which one you want to do. Do you want to be an amazing singer, or do you want to make uh, amazing uh, visual art? Like, it's just it's rude. So. Yeah. But it's it's really cool stuff because you did some really cool like almost like cards and 3D um, paper stuff. And
1: yeah, yeah.
4: I, I was doing art challenge like 30 day challenges before the pandemic. So it was like yeah. a couple summers ago, but I started doing paint and sip nights on Facebook and it's actually become like a little we did a paint and sip for our heavy metal release. So we all painted like thunder and lightning I um, made paint and subgroup and played heavy metal this um, and now I've just kind of basically become the graphic designer for Luke and the Lonely so all those single covers are by me
2: yes that was one of Becky Joe's questions she's like who did the artwork yeah this guy obviously you yeah it's really cool thank you yeah,
4: so I well have done. learned a lot of like I've gone into digital art that's been the huge thing that I've learned during quarantine it's been yeah draw you know, on the iPad and set up a Redbubble for myself so you can find my work
2: cool um, so, yeah I awesome. love that are you gonna open an Etsy shop because you should because everybody else did
1: during well
4: my red bubble is basically that because I I've never enjoyed like actually creating the t-shirt and buying the t-shirts and all that kind of stuff so um, I just create the designs. I upload it to Redbubble, and you can get my designs as a T-shirt or like a bath mat or Ooh, do it yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. up right now.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just design it, and then
4: like you can order whatever it's available in on Redbubble. And
2: cool.
4: So much easier. <laughs> I don't have yeah. to have things. It's great.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna get one of your designs as a bra and panty set.
4: <laughs> yeah, I I wish they had laundry because I totally would have designed some stuff. I have right? That could work.
2: Yeah, that's rude. They <laughs> should do that. Red bubble. You're always listening and watching this podcast. Please, we need unmentionables. Uh, Luke, what about you? Have you been doing anything like that or I've cooking just, or? Yeah, yeah,
3: I've i'm a music teacher i've been teaching a crap ton of lessons uh and i i kind of had a sort of a. am not going to go into all the details but i had like a fiasco where i was working for a uh a teaching company and they misinterpreted a post of our band <laughs> or sorry my boss did and uh i wound up uh parting ways my co- with my company so that was, it was a very, uh, it was a big hiccup at the very start of quarantine that actually led to, um, actually led to kind of the perfect situation for me because my, my students largely took my side in the fiasco and, uh, I wound up keeping a lot of them, uh, I never signed a non you just
2: do it privately, like through your own
3: Yeah. So, stuff? heck I yeah. Mean, the, the great thing about quarantine for music teachers is parents were probably, you know, a variety of remote professions, but parents would love 30 minutes of solitude. <laughs>
2: <And> yeah.
3: <laughs> so uh, I have been in demand. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yes, um,
2: that's great. Yeah, I teach uh, some classes uh, for Zach Theater and we do virtual classes online. And it's like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't have a freaking lesson plan. I don't know, like, but who cares? You're not gonna bother your parents for an hour. I don't that's think cool. anyone cares. We're just gonna entertain and shoot the shit. So
3: whatever. Yeah, No, it's great, it's great. Yeah, that's exactly. So it's been a lot of lessons. Uh, Aside from that, I mean, probably all the standard stuff, you know, like watching too much TV, occasionally having my moments where I I dig in and like I take advantage of all the extra time I have sitting at home. Uh, And then, you know, oscillating with, you know, being a total piece of crap, you know. Yep. <laughs>
2: I'm well aware of the stations. <laughs> yeah. Mostly mine are just like, oh, I should probably take this time and make something creative and do something funny. And then I go, Phew. or I could just lay in my bed and watch another episode of Criminal Minds and just paint no a line to the world. So
3: it's usually right. the latter. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And, I don't know. It's like when I have conversations with people, I realize there's just like less to talk about, like <laughs> in general.
2: <laughs> yes. I now hate the question. How are you? I'm like, how the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> there's a pandemic going on. I can't see my friends. I can't hug my mom. I'm doing terribly.
3: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it goes from, like, boring to catastrophic. Because that's, like, there's, there's no, like, upper range, you know? Like-
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So my roommates and I will just circle around telling the same story six times. And we're like, yeah, I heard that. I'm like, I'm sorry, I have nothing else to say. I guess we'll just sit here in silence. And I was like, yep, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's not a lot going on. And if there is something going on, it's sad. So, what a wonderful... Wonderful time. Everything's on fire. Uh, Well, what a great note to uh, have our first song. Uh, So, if you've just joined us, uh, we are comedians interviewing musicians. We are with Luke and the Lonely, with Luke and Sarah. So, give it up for their first song.
5: Well, it turns out I was only codependent In all the moments I thought I was happy Was just a spike in my serotonin level. Doctors Uh, with their charts finally showing me the way. I used to be so scared so scared scared of dying
1: until
5: I found out I'm just a walk-in chemical reaction and what a relief God is just a mental construct and all those innocents and martyrs died for the these brilliant PhDs for cracking those pesky mysteries. No more questions to keep me up at night. And so long to rotis and love's romantic heart. Character of me I'm trading on my fiction bookshelf or retreat on the kind well the age of enlightenment is here I know soon one day, one day. I'll meet that someone complimentary personality type I can picture her green eyes green sparkling eyes. in that stuffy cold as we go to get our prenuptial paper signed baptize oh, 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 oh. so me, me in hydrochloric acid, acid. for me to tell them the truth about it all. What's about it all? For a voltage and revival The age of enlightenment The age
2: of enlightenment The age of enlightenment Is here Yes! Ah, oh, uh, I think it's really nice that you wrote a song about me before you even met me. Um, but I have green eyes. I drink gluten-free beer, and right now I'm wearing sweatpants. Um, so I'm only wearing a fancy shirt and then sweatpants. So thank you so much for making that song for me. It's really
3: sweet. The only question left is, do you have my complimentary personality type, Kim?
2: I mean, I'm freaking hilarious. Is that complimentary? <laughs>
3: I'm not complimentary, because I'm also hilarious. You know. <laughs> oh,
2: that's what you think. <laughs> yes well thank you uh, if you're just joining us uh this is luke and the lonely and i'm stacy welcome to comedians interviewing musicians and a big shout out to some of our sponsors uh and patrons jeff plankenhorn uh, D. Coyote, am I saying that right? I always forget. Um, Brian Wolf, uh, check out his podcast, Greetings from Wherever, as well as The Wallens, We Love You, uh, and uh, Jared, Gerald Bailey at Gerald's Kitchen.com. Uh So you you said you were like before, luckily before the pandemic started, you recorded some stuff. Um, and you just had a single come out of My Baby Loves Heavy Metal. Was, it, was that something that you uh, recorded before the pandemic, and we're lucky to just shoot it out at this perfect time?
3: Yeah, no, so we uh, we recorded with Frenchie Stewart at the Bubble uh, Studios, which is an awesome, iconic Austin yeah. studio, So, and we, we, we enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, we recorded four songs uh, in January of last year, and uh, we're kind Perfect. of, uh, you know, starting to get our ducks in a row and then pandemic hit. And then, you know, we went through that, you know, sort of like, oh, it's going to, you know, it's going to blow over. And then <laughs> it didn't. And then we, you know, that, then we're like, yeah. all right, let's actually don't let all these, uh, you know, 14 year old, you know, SoundCloud musicians, you know, beat us to the punch TikTokers. here. <laughs> <So much. laughs> we, we got we got to try to catch up with these youngins. <laughs> so.
2: That's how I feel about TikTok is that all of these kids are putting out this really funny content. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. I could do that, but I won't because <laughs> just so lazy right now. But
1: that's okay. <laughs> like
3: Ten times a day. My God.
2: <laughs> I can't. I was, that's all they do. Also, I, are you done school? Did you just, is that it? That's, you're just done? I'm like, I don't even go to school. And I, somehow I still have homework. I don't understand it. Um, and then you also have a new single coming out this Friday, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's called Crawling Back.
4: And it's
2: very appropriate for uh, this time of
4: year, February, <laughs> with Valentine's Day and its, uh, it's it's high expectations and lots of disappointments.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh, someone's been reading my memoir <laughs> so, romantic. So, romantic. so romantic it's so romantic BS my favorite day of February is February 15th when all the chocolate is on sale that's it that's the day
4: that's, that's true I, was, I thought you were going to say February 13th because that's my favorite is Valentine's Day because it's brunch and gossip
2: oh yes yeah but that's also um, seeing people, and I tend to try to avoid that. Yeah.
4: Well, this yeah. this year I'm doing Zoom, so I don't. I yeah, have else I'm eating, and
2: then I feel social. There you go. I will. I will be uh, eating candy by myself the day after. So okay. I'll think of you on the thirteenth, and you can think of me on the fifteenth. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are no stranger to kind of like these interview things, like. You were on Austin Uncharted with Cassandra Elise, who we love, alumni, amazing. Um, you were also on We Are Austin. And Luke, you were on Johnny Gowdy's podcast.
3: Yeah, actually, we, uh, uh, we just did another one with him last night, and it was uh, Sarah, the drummer, and I. Nick.
2: Oh,
3: yeah. What? <laughs> the Sorry, Nick, you're under the bus there. Uh,
2: drummer. Sorry, oh, I'll get out of there. <laughs> The drummers never needed me named. <laughs> now we're gonna have a bunch of angry letters from drummers. Uh, that's awesome! Drum. That you guys did another one.
3: At Drums. you were mentioning. I don't. All
2: right, we said it. We said it. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, that's cool that you guys did another one. Uh, how did that go? Like it was great. Yeah.
3: It was, uh, apparently it was his fourth one of the day and he was still exuberant as ever. Johnny Gowdy is like he's the Energizer his... Bunny, man.
2: I don't get it. He's his in the thousands now of his episodes. Yeah. And this is uh, episode uh, 157, season 10. And I'm like, are we calling it soon? He's like, oh my God, <laughs> we've done enough. But he's been in the thousands and he does it all by himself in like four in a day.
3: A, yeah. a man of endurance.
2: Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Well, I listened to that podcast today, the first one that you did, episode 743, if anybody's wondering. I I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, on October 23rd in 2018, if anybody's wondering. Uh, It was uh, two days before my birthday, Mm. so you're welcome. Uh, And you and Johnny were kind of talking about how you were uh, a choir guy back in the, the high school days, uh, I also did choir. Um, but you said you liked your choir teacher, director?
3: Yeah, well, it was, it was like one of those where I think I, I like him more now in retrospect. Like, at the time, I remember I complained. Like, I was probably a little bit of a goody-goody. So like, I think he actually, think he actually liked me to the extent when I was helpful in class. Cause it was, I went to this, I went to an all boys high school oh and, and we had like we had a, a fine arts requirement so it was like and we were a football school uh and the entire base section was just full of football players that had to fill a fine arts requirement and Oh so no! His, his entire job was herding cattle i mean it was it oh was, god yes uh so <laughs> it was very it was very comical he would he was like this really passionate choral teacher that, I mean, he would make us sound good kind of despite ourselves, but he, by the end of class would be drenched in sweat, like, (laughs) like through his, through his shirt. And the funny thing too, is he's like six foot four, just this cartoonishly like animated guy. And whenever he got mad at the bass players, he would walk over to the tenor section where I was and you know, the other tiny shrimps that were like, I don't, I don't know what to do about these massive football players. And, and he would, he'd be like, they can't be taught. They can't be taught like sweat dripping down.
2: <laughs> oh no, this poor man.
3: But, but no, he was he was he was like trolling them. Like he would and then he'd like get them to finally figure out their part, then he'd come back up and be like, they can be taught. Like he was just like an awesome guy. So I had a, I had I lucked out with like an interesting eccentric. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you have like a select ensemble? Like like outside of the the thing, like you know, the the more advanced choir?
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah, we're, we're speaking the lingo right now. I love it. Yeah,
2: um, I mean, I was I was also in the select ensemble.
3: So nice, heck yeah! What 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 part did you sing? Were you soprano, alto?
2: Oh, uh, I was alto, but I would sometimes sing uh, tenor and bass because we didn't have a lot of boys that wanted to be in the choir. Uh, so I, sometimes I would have to do the low stuff for the guys. Dang,
1: personal, which
2: was really fun wearing a dress and just like going and as we're like doing doing a concert and then like slightly moving over to the bass section and then I'm like here we go. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, it's different when you're in a select ensemble and you're with people who want to be there.
3: Well the, the weird thing was so I was in the headmaster's singers was
2: and lady it's twirled my mustache.
3: But whenever we sang at school like it was It was kind of it was kind of lame because it was I was singing to all guys, (laughs) so you're like basically (laughs) a football school of all guys, and so I'm singing like
5: whoa for the long,
3: and they're just looking at me like this guy's such
2: a this kid up. I'm gonna beat him up so bad. We're gonna done this concert, (laughs)
3: shove
1: him in a
2: locker. (laughs)
3: Right, yeah. right. No, no chicks. to try to impress, except like the one, the one cute female teacher. And I don't think she paid attention. <laughs>
2: no, she didn't care. I bet she dated a woman. And I would do if I went to an all boys school. I'd be like, no, I'm done, I'm done with guys. Uh, you also talked uh, with Johnny about. So I love that in this episode. He just the entire time he talks about how much he loves "Call Me Maybe," and he loves that song. Um, which I has actually uh, changed to uh, call me Kim Stacy, which is ooh, look okay. at it. Yeah, I mean, it was it's pretty some intellectual stuff. Uh, it's very hard to change from maybe to Stacy. Um, but he also talked about uh, Don't Stop Believing. How he hates that song. Uh, he just like can't stand it. What is uh in your opinion for both of you? What is a completely overrated song to you that like you just can't stand? Hmm. and everybody loves. Like I I hate um, It's My Life by Bon Jovi. (laughs) I hate that song. And I've also, uh, I've hosted a lot of karaoke's. So there's a lot of songs that I like physically get nauseous from hearing all the time. But for some reason, I just, I can't, I can't stand any Bon Jovi song for some reason. But especially it's my life. I hate it.
4: <laughs> what um, about you guys? Because this is this was a controversial song when it came out, but mm-hmm. Blurred Lines makes me want to vomit. Because like when it came out, like it was overplayed and it was controversial. So like Oh like, yeah. You mean the, the stolen like, music? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, there was like everything that was wrong with it was wrong with it. But the mm-hmm. song played like 10 times a day and I, I just would pause every time I
3: heard it. Yeah, yeah I, remember, I remember that song being really annoying. And then like all – I worked at a restaurant at the time that came out and like all the girls, da- like, all the girls would dance to it whenever it turned on. I was like, this, this is stupid. Like this <laughs> – uh, but yeah, I, I think mine would be – you know, there's – I'll probably think of a better answer later, but like Wagon Wheel – like a particularly exciting like i wish i had a more like interesting which one track. is that Rock. Is that a country song or wagon or wagon Rock oh. it, it should actually be a pretty cool song like apparently it's like the bob dylan wrote the lyrics to the chorus and this band found it like found the lyrics and like wrote a chorus you know or like wrote a song in a around.
2: garbage can <laughs> bob dylan was like just kidding totally i was high when i made this and another band was like Russell's great stuff
3: <laughs> right yeah they're like let's just take that yeah i mean but it it's just been overdone and like like clockwork Nashville which is where I'm from, and I am just really embarrassed. I mean I love you Nashville, but Nashville is like the most because I to me the whole point of country is like if it's nothing else like if it's not insightful if if it doesn't sound good it at least is authentic. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not that anymore. And like they took this song that had like a you know a bar you know everybody requested a bar and they made like a polished lame like a lamer version of it and i'm just like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) like how low like it's like do we need another marvel movie too okay yeah let's go ahead oh my
2: god (laughs) get rid of it um What was the other question I was going to ask you? Now I'm just thinking about the freaking wagon wheel and I can't. Sorry, was it something about
1: Uh, the (laughs) podcast or
2: the what? Did you say the Death Star?
3: No. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. No, I I was saying, was it something about the John Gowdy podcast? Because that was the train of thought you're on. Oh. (laughs)
2: Thank you. Uh, What? Let's talk about the Death Star. I, I love. That. Yeah, let's talk about the Death Star. It's very uh, controversial as we'll talk about it. Um, the Death Star. You know, what do you guys, got? Pro con on the Death Star?
3: It's a little. It's a bit of a sore topic for me. My being being Luke Skywalker as a kid. I when they blew up tattooing, I was not a fan.
2: <laughs> That's the same thing. I can't talk about anything Power Rangers because uh, my name is Kimberly and the pink Power Ranger was Kimberly. So I'm like, ah, can we not? I'm getting very choked up just thinking about it
3: it. another pop culture figure being named Kimberly (laughs) (laughs)
2: there probably is a better one but that's fine uh do you guys have any uh interesting skills that are that you should never put on a resume (laughs) like something that's just like this will get me nowhere but I know how to do it Mm. it's ridiculous like I I mean for an actor resume, it's good. But for a professional resume, the fact that um, I can squint one eye and then cross them at the same time is completely useless. But for some reason, I was really proud of it when I perfected it. So. Wait, can I see? Yeah, okay,
5: so you like,
2: and you do. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
3: That is was that is impressive. the the picture you put next to your name and the resume oh
2: well um it was (laughs) on my dating profile for a while it was definitely called my manhunt face uh so like just beware to anybody who's watching this right now probably just fell in love with me uh so i apologize
4: i think mine is i can make my eyebrows dance yes I had choreographed a dance in high school to my eyebrows. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> was it? <laughs> am, I, am I doing it? Is this... can, can you please? I, I, I have very expressive eyebrows. Yeah. Um, oh my what was it? It was like... Oh my gosh, what's that song where it's like... Is it Wagon Wheel? No. <laughs> I can't for the song and I'm going to hate it, but it's like...
2: Blurred lines.
4: Oh, is that the? <laughs> oh, God. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Did you do this? Did you do this for like a talent show? And also, did no. you win everything? <laughs> they like handed
3: you a key to school.
4: Trick. I did it at cast parties. <laughs> of course.
3: <laughs> it's wonderful. Why, why? Why isn't that? We should do a TikTok. I don't know TikTok of that.
2: TikTok. There we go. Oh yes, that is how you announce your new song on Friday. <laughs> I'll like dance it. Just I read d- dance that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Perfect. Luke, do you have anything?
3: I. uh You know, you inspired me to. Like, share. Sure. <laughs> so, when I was in high school, my my brothers went to kind of like an inner city school. Uh, and they learned this dance called the pancake. It was like, what all the cool inner city kids were re- re- doing? And it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to do it well. He,
4: he but did I, this but I, like, two days ago.
1: And-
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I figured out this way. Like, if I bring my arms out to the side, I'm not even really going to be able to do it. But I can do becomes it becomes the never-ending graph was what my, my friends and I called it and it uh needless <laughs> to say I uh I did really well uh <laughs> already going to an all-guys school <laughs> the few times that I was mingling with women it yeah it didn't go yeah
2: well. I was gonna <laughs> say oh, oh, oh. but to
3: this We're day to th-
1: the longest time <laughs>
3: To this day, so my one of my friends has three daughters now, and she like tried to show them the never-ending graph field, and I was reminded of it, and I was just like, "Oh God!"
2: That is that is great. Okay, both things need to be in a video to announce your new single. Of just starting out with Sarah's face doing this weird, <laughs> fun eyebrow dance, and just pan out to Luke doing whatever that was. Just. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm excited. Well, uh, if you're having fun and you're watching this, please we're listening to this because uh, we are a podcast. I forget that sometimes. Uh, please Venmo them at Luke dash, is it Bellet? B- 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 yeah,
3: Bellet. B-
2: yeah. B- B- I listened to Johnny's podcast this entire time and I was like, I'm going to say it right. and He's going to be so freaking impressed. Didn't happen. Um, but that's at, yeah. at l-u-k-e-dash-b-e-l-l-e-t and then make sure to comment with a fist bump and then a uh, crying face, but just the one with a single tear. Just just like the, the just became sad, you know? Uh, So I think we're ready for a couple more songs from Luke and the Lonely. So oh, give geez. it up, internet, yeah, to co- a couple more songs. Thank you. <laughs>
3: All right, I guess we'll kick it off with the uh, Babylon
4: heavy metal. Yeah. Do the, do
3: the single. Yeah.
4: This is our new single
1: out. <laughs> wanna go for a ride?
5: baby loves heavy metal, yeah. and she's dropped it temperamental. Oh. Let her down in Sacramento, dark Ooh. nail polish, silver chains, black oh. shine of devil. And every night I hold the tide. riding on the backseat of a motorbike. She loves to drive wrong way down the freeway in the fast lane, to win a little over 95. My baby loves heavy metal. My baby loves heavy metal. Temel, broke out champagne and flower petals she told me not to act so sentimental drink from the bottle broke all my john mayor every night i'm holding tight riding on the back seat of a motorbike she loved to drive her wrong but down the freeway in the fast lane you went a little over 95 my baby that's heaven at all she's always, always right i work the desk from nine to five so she can my fit every, every night. night never leave my woman's side.
3: people applauding so we're (laughs) so
5: used to the
4: applause (laughs) Uh,
3: um
4: yeah that's our single that's out it's on spotify and uh apple music and all those places that you listen to music it's on Bandcamp too and you get a shirt go on with it that's right
3: that's right um
4: this next one is
3: it's called my secret room it's a a duet it
4: means many different things to many different
3: people that's right up to your interpretation that's right we kind of did it.
5: I hear her keys. They lock the door. My feet hit the cold wooden floor. She thinks I'm off to interviews. You yes. better when her car. To pleasure and there's no one else who can please me like i please myself And she won't leave the bathtub, and I wonder, am I the only one?
1: When I'm up to my secret room, but no, no.
5: There's no one else. There's no one, There's no, one no one else who can please me. Who can please me like I please myself?
2: Oh my gosh, that was just absolutely beautiful. I can't, that was beautiful. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Lorraine the Train. Uh, some of you know me, and I know Earl Manning's here. Hi, Earl. I miss you all. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, uh, Luke and the Lonely. I am a huge fan. And uh, Kim was nice enough to let me come in uh, and play the, the final game with you. And I've just been watching this, and you guys just have the most beautiful harmonies. It's just it's just uh, it, it's it's like honey, and then uh, uh silk sheets had a baby. Super smooth.
3: Silk Thank sheets. You. Gosh, I've never I've never had that specific description applied to our sound, but honey
2: yeah.
1: and
3: silk sheets.
2: Honey and silk
3: sheets. there would be some sticky sheets. Sticky.
2: sticky, yes. I don't recommend it to any uh, viewers or listeners to try that, but just take my word for it uh, that that's what your voices sound like. Uh, so before we do this game um, uh, for Valentine's Day, I also want to let uh, the podcast listener know that because it's uh, our Valentine's Day episode, I'm uh, wearing my best lingerie. Uh, so just a little little something there. Yes, yes. Uh, so it's very sexy, and I I don't want to describe it so much to the kids, um, but it is a pink nightgown uh, with hearts and a kitchen on it. I know, it's pretty risque, uh, but I just wanted to wear it for this episode. Um, So before we get into it, where, uh, where did the name The Luke and the Lonely come from? Who is the Lonely? Is it you, Sarah? Are you lonely?
4: Sometimes
2: oh my um, gosh we can be lonely together
4: well, and then it will that. just be
2: luke and the in the, the, the together luke yeah. and the together the Nalo.
4: <laughs> it was bad timing i i i i'm the one who came up with the name um but <laughs> i guess everybody gets lonely so the lonely, everybody is, gets lonely is everyone you know it's a yeah. Form lonely yeah um, but yeah we were trying to decide on a name and i think Nick was like Luke Ballette band, just like straightforward. And I was like, but well, we're not straightforward. We're like clever. And
3: Right. And then we came up with like a thousand names yeah. that Nick shot down one by one. Yeah. He he will not he will not BS you. I mean, and then
4: and then I just had to get up in his face and I was like, Look,
2: this is what we're- I'm lonely, and that's the name of the band.
1: <laughs> we all are, especially Luke.
2: <laughs> so sit down. He probably was still sitting because he's a drummer, but still sit down, remain sitting, sit down, sit down again, sit, up, sit down, It's look in the lonely. But it's nice because, you know, when you put on Luke and the lonely, you're not lonely anymore because mm-hmm. you're listening to amazing music and you feel, and it's just, it connects to the heart and the soul. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, good job, Sarah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's sad, but thoughtful. Uh, okay. So we're gonna play a Valentine's Day date game. So I'm gonna give you uh, two things, an A or a B. So you're gonna say uh, this or that. Which one would you re- would you rather have on a date? You know? Okay. Yeah. All right. And this is for both of you to answer. Is
4: there a okay. right answer?
2: There is not a wrong or a right, unless uh, I don't agree with you. Oh, okay. Then, 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 then you lose. Okay so uh restaurant or home cooked meal restaurant restaurant
3: uh yeah a home-cooked meal i'll just be different
2: yeah okay okay so where would you go sarah for the restaurant
4: i mean i love going out to eat so like if we could just do like kind of like a pub crawl but instead of restaurant crawl and just Make our way. Okay. Um, yes.
2: I like that yeah but <laughs> you could go to the food trucks yeah and just do a food truck crawl. yeah yes. except that it gets brought to us that way Eggs, yeah <laughs> so you just don't want to get up but you <laughs> but you do want to crawl <laughs> is it more so you want to be pushed you want just want to you want to like you know I, have like a cart or something someone could put you on a dolly and then he could push you to restaurant to restaurant. Yeah, that sounds good. you probably have to after you've done a restaurant, Carl. you probably have to push it you to your car. Uh, Luke, what would you would you make for a home-cooked meal?
3: Oh, goodness. I mean, I, I hadn't thought about that. I probably would be responsible for making the food on yeah, Valentine's you were
4: Day. You Yeah.
3: I mean, not, not because I wouldn't be glad to do the work, but <laughs> because you know I'm not a fantastic cook. Um, but uh, yeah, let's see. What would I? I'd probably uh, I'd probably call my dad and like will you remind me how to grill steaks or something. You know, <laughs> we explain that.
2: Or you could just call out and uh, and then just throw away the containers.
3: That's a good point. That's a yeah. That's
2: pull great. a Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Come on, we've all learned something from that movie. You could just do that. Throw away those containers. Call it your own. Welcome to two thousand and twenty-one. <laughs> Uh okay, champagne or wine? Champagne.
3: Wine. Okay.
2: You just want to be different.
3: No, no. I, <laughs> in this case, in this case, I don't. I don't hold any special affinity for champagne. It's just like I love bubble. I like bubbly water. I don't like bubbly wine. Okay. okay. <laughs> I know.
2: Very, I, hates that information. She doesn't. She doesn't take it. She doesn't accept it. So, are you like red or white?
3: Uh, oh, probably. I guess I'm like, I like buttery Chardonnay, so I'm not really a... Okay, so a you champagne.
2: just want no. flat champagne is basically what you want. Yeah, pretty
3: champagne. much. Pretty much yeah. flat champagne.
2: Okay, all right. Pop <laughs> a champagne bottle, leave it out for a few hours. Yeah, exactly. Shake it up, leave it, come back, just like a flat soda.
3: I think it's just familiarity. My, my uncle, whenever I'm over at my uncle's place, <laughs> he just tops me off with the, the Chardonnay, and I'm like, I love this, like...
2: Mm, I do love i love anything buttery yeah yeah most of the time I just uh I just microwave some margarine and I put it in a glass and then I just call it a chardonnay
4: stick it in your soda stream and you've got a buttery
2: and then you have got a buttery champagne oh my goodness I think we Over. came up with something we're gonna start marketing this okay <laughs> uh what a, okay uh movies or concerts
1: movies <sighs> that's tough
2: uh so do you want to talk to the person and disturb everybody around you or do you just want to yell at each other <laughs> during this whole thing and probably not hear anything
3: i guess i guess like i would i would probably want to go go out i would feel like if i had the choice but yeah, yeah. go to a concert yeah i want to go to a concert
2: Okay, so you're right. not making yeah. out on this date at all. Oh, and, you know, Sarah's getting some action in the back row. You, uh, <laughs> you're you losing your hearing at a very young age. <laughs> this is what's happening. <laughs> okay, now let's get into the real stuff. Yeah. Okay. Whipped cream or edible panties? Oh. <laughs> that took a turn. Have the,
4: have the panties been worn?
2: Well, they're edible babies. Like, yeah, no they're
4: edible babies, but
2: are they, like, being worn out? Are, are they are they fresh out the backs, or are they <laughs> or are they, uh, used? I'm going to go with fresh out the backs for you. Okay. I, I do whipped cream.
1: Okay. Still not a I don't like getting clothes. Okay.
3: I, I have to say, I've never, uh, I'm sad to admit, I've never experimented with food in the bedroom, but I... Out of curiosity, I know the consistency of whipped cream. I, I'd be more curious about the edible panties. Yeah.
2: Honest. I feel like it's, Some I don't know. They- yeah. I don't think, I, I, yeah. It's, it's like, like if somebody took a bunch of fruit roll ups and sold them together.
3: Oh, that'd be, yeah. Not, now that you mention that, it's like, I, I, look, here's the thing. I would probably love it. I, I think that I would, I'd be concerned. She would, she would realize I was getting just dis- very distracted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> candy. Like, <laughs> I think it would probably that's, still vibe.
2: That's what I would do. I forget about the love making and just focus on um, filling up on a meal of, of, of the panties.
3: I think it's yeah. possible. I don't think it would be able to pull me away, but I think it would, it would put up a good fight, you know?
2: Put up a good fight. So no edible clothes. Okay. Oh, Becky joel has got some questions here. This is my show. She's, she's got no say here. I haven't seen any yet from her. I, I don't know. Is she on the right site? I don't care. Anyway, next question. <laughs> uh, would you rather... <laughs> so, food poisoning on, on a date or uncontrollable farts?
1: Mm. <laughs> That's a,
2: some, sometimes the two are, are the same.
4: <laughs> but... I you know. probably do uncontrollable farting just because. Yeah. Just because food poisoning.
2: The day Food poisoning take you out. Yeah, that's yeah. take you out of the ballgame game. But with uncontrollable farts, there's be Yeah, so.
4: and and you know, especially if you're at a loud concert or something, you can either blame the smell on somebody else, and they don't even hear the farting. Exactly.
3: <laughs> well, that is well, that is a good point. I. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you raised some great points to that end. I I think I would go with the food poisoning. You go with
2: the food poison. You just want to call it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I just
4: you'd rather go home and shit your brains. I, I, than start <laughs>
2: through
3: a date. Yeah, yeah, no, I hate because I hate like the, the ride home after a date where you just you know you just, you just
2: sit in silence. Is that it? Happened to you? Yeah,
3: of course it has. How it's probably go? it's probably happened to I every guy you dated, happens. or maybe just me. <laughs> It's like, it's like, yeah, no, it's 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 miserable. I'd rather be home, yeah, just like bent over a toilet for sure. (laughs) So
2: you heard it, you heard it here first. Luke rather be at home uh, (laughs) and throwing up and grabbing his brains out in a toilet than date you.
3: Let me let me put it this way: I can enjoy (laughs) I can enjoy like watching a movie with food poisoning better than I can pretend 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 to enjoy a date while I'm just like. Basically trying to deny my body's druthers the entire time. What if
4: you what if you're having such a good time with a person that like you don't even think about the fact that you're constantly farting?
3: I I don't I think you've set She's up out there for you. I think you've set up an impossible
2: I <laughs> uh, uh Becky Joe says uh Luke's just lighting up the car, hot boxing with fancy food farts. So uh, <laughs> I mean, they do go hand in hand.
3: If I were to pick that choice, but I haven't. Been. You
2: have food poisoning. You're probably going to be frightened. i just let you know.
3: That's a good point. That's a good point. That's just the well, I just, I just want the date to end. I think at this point, you know. You just want it over. <laughs> it over, like can we do this another time? You know, nature's calling me. <laughs>
2: nature's
3: calling. Nature wants a date with me. Okay. It's...
2: <laughs> wow. Next, uh, next episode, we're doing win a date with uh, Luke, and him not show up after. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> After he makes you a home cooked meal and gives you food poisoning. Okay, so would you rather have a bad bad kisser or uh, a cheap date? Like they go in to kiss you awful. It's like they're trying to eat uh, a Big Mac.
3: Or well, definitely a cheap date, but that's that's easy. I've I've
2: had
4: both, so I'm I'm trying
2: to. Yeah, yeah I think we all have his women.
4: Didn't <laughs> Um. Yeah, I guess I'd I'd rather have a I'd rather have a bad kisser because I feel like a cheap date like they sound like a bigger jerk <laughs>
2: because then you don't get anything after it. I mean, like out of the bad date, yes. you're like I didn't even you know get a good meal.
4: <laughs> for my meal. At- <laughs>
2: yeah, I was like, oh, you're a good kisser, but like I'm hungry. All we had was Thin Mints. What the hell? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, no, that's interesting. I that almost seems like that probably is the exact like dividing line for women. Yeah, for men. I mean for, to well, put it put it's, it simply it's more
4: common for I guess. Guys. I guess
2: for no, but for personally I would have to say a cheap date because you know what's kind of a turn on is being a guy pre-plans and uh like if a guy were to say I got a Groupon for this place, I'd be like, Oh wow. You yes, are getting some when
4: I what what I had in my head was the guy is constantly talking about the price of everything.
2: That's true.
4: Cleaning. Like that's what yeah. I think of like a cheap date is like yeah. they're constantly saying like, oh well that means we have to get Uber and I don't really want to pay for it. So let's just walk to him.
2: And then I always say, Let's go Dutch, but when I mean Dutch, I'm gonna go to this place, you're gonna go to that place. <laughs> and uh we're not going to speak ever again
3: <laughs> well, well well. so here's my thought i, I maybe i'm getting too psychological with this one but I, I i view i view like somebody being cheap if that's an issue of not just frugality but like they're just a cheap person i view that as a, a character flaw that that can be developed but if you're if you're a bad kisser like i think you that's learn. i think i think you can but it depends how like if you're if you're in your 30s and you've you've kissed through your 20s, and and you're you. still bad at kissing, you know, or we're not you know compatible kissers, then I, I just that'd be a, a that'd be a tough one to work out.
4: See, I'm just a very honest person, so I'll tell you. <laughs> wrong with it I love how deep this, know, this is going. You,
3: <laughs> you know, I, I I like I like to you know wait 20 years and be like you know I kind of like prefer if you did this. <laughs> You, know, I I, it. you don't
2: like the... No, I'll pull away. What was that? Oh. Oh. Okay, <laughs> let's do a couple more. Okay. Uh, uh, let's do... Um, okay, go to a Valentine's Day party and uh, be the only single one there. So just a bunch of couples. Or would you rather stay at home and have the delivery guy judge you on how much food you ordered for one person?
4: I'm used to like third wheeling it with people, and so I, I would do the party. I'll turn on single ladies, be the only one on the dance floor.
2: Oh, I like that. <laughs> or then have all your friends who aren't single trying to go on the dance floor, yeah, but, and then you just yeah, elbow no. them and you tell them, Get <laughs> out of here! Yeah. You are not worthy of this Beyonce song. Come back for drunken love. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
3: Well, that, that sounds like, a, I, I have the same choice, but I don't picture it being quite as delightful. I, I, I just, I just, I have, you know, there's a word, the word FOMO when it came out, I was like, I really don't want to adopt this new word, but it is a very, it is a very like effective acronym for describing, describing what I feel all the time, which is I at least want to put myself in the possibility range of somebody might get bored of their boyfriend
1: okay so you're in the
2: business of wrecking homes
3: no, no 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 like I'm saying if they wreck their own home then I will you know I'll be the the fix it man you know if,
2: if the boyfriend gets food poisoning mysteriously and has to leave early
3: no but this is this is the reality this is reality nothing will happen it's just I just like my brain wants to entertain the possibility yeah like, of it, that
2: remote romantic moment happening, of just you're you're both going for the same cupcake, and then she looks up and she's like, "Look, I hate my boyfriend," and you're like, "That's great," because I'm not him. And then you split the cupcake and you go home and that's it.
3: I mean, that would be that would be what I would envision in my head happening the entire time, but but it wouldn't happen in this scenario. I just I can't even hypothetically imagine it. <laughs> in your
2: wildest fantasy it doesn't work out for you. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's <laughs> in my wildest fantasies. She still rejects me. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, that's, or oh, it's some reality happening in your head. I would just go with the stay-at-home because the delivery guy usually judges me. So at this point, he's just like, "Oh, this is just same old, same old." Maybe she'll invite me in this time, and then I invite men, in. and we have a you know a couple egg rolls. And then uh, one thing leads to another, you know.
3: I never consider that angle. That's very. That's true. That's pretty clever.
2: See, in my head, everything works out. <laughs> so maybe you should uh, get on this train instead of on that, that one. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> uh, let's do uh, one more. Okay, would you rather uh, meet the parents on the first date or? Meet the best friend on the first date. I just like to say best friends can be uh, pretty harsh. Hmm.
4: I would still go with best friends, though, because I feel like you can decide <laughs> like if they're like really close and like the best friend doesn't like you, then it's just like, well then good to know
2: now i like, thought you were gonna say <laughs> if you were really close and the first date doesn't go so well with the guy you were there but then <laughs> you match up with the best friend you could just dump this guy yeah, the best that's, friend.
4: that's true too i have no allegiance with the person i'm on no today.
2: exact first date yeah. yeah all bets are off
4: the other option would be if i just meet the parents and their divorce and the dad's looking good maybe. there you
2: go that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Trade up,
4: <app. laughs> absolutely. There's wisdom on him. <laughs>
3: that's, a, that's a different way to home wreck. Uh, yeah.
4: Well, no, they're they're already divorced.
3: <laughs> right. I know. But it's probably <laughs> wrecking the dynamics of the father-son relationship. Well, I don't
4: know the the. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that would get weird.
3: <laughs> I mean, I mean, be <laughs> to be, is is be, fun, to be the
2: stepmom, <laughs> to be the stepmom who went on a date with the son. It's not weird. Stranger things have happened.
3: Oh, no, for sure. No, it definitely happens. Uh, I'd say in my case, you know, I mean, both. It's weird to say, but I I, I kind of want to answer the parents because I I, I appreciate not wasting each other's time. Uh, And being the son of a psychologist, I can learn way more from parents, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: We haven't noticed that, by the way, through this whole thing that you were a child of a psychologist, especially when you were diving deep into one of these hypothetical situations. Couldn't tell. <laughs> Couldn't tell at all.
3: Okay, glad glad I cloaked it well. Well, now, now Oh, I'm yeah.
2: <laughs> Call you Harry Potter because you were wearing an invisibility cloak this whole time.
3: <laughs> I'd, I'd, rather, uh, I'd rather just get it out of the way. Let's yeah. not, you know, I just let's go ahead and find, you know, find out the weird dynamics, you know, that and uh, yeah, and I, I, don't know. I also feel like I do well with parents, you know. Oh yeah, I know. How to, you know, you I know
2: seem how to like be. you could be a parent's dream.
3: But button my top button and shake their hands and no, oh, yes sir, yeah. you know, no, ma'am. Whatever. You went
2: to an all boys school. Oh my god, the father's okay. gonna be like, "That's nice." <laughs> or, no, you, you probably. <laughs> I don't know. His big lapel hair.
1: Suspenders. <laughs> just, yeah. His giant suspenders.
2: Uh, <laughs> Exactly. Oh, 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 this is every dad, I imagine. Uh, Becky Joe uh, says, Oof, parents, uh, get a look into their future and the mommy slash uh, daddy issues pop right out, right out away. No years of red flags to ignore there. That's so right. So she says, Meet the parents, rip it off like a band aid. Just- That's what I think. This could. Well, thank you for joining me for this um, very deep game that I didn't think that was going to go like this, but uh, I feel like I know you both uh, a lot better, and (laughs) I hope you know each other a little better, too. Uh, Great. So, I just want to say thank you to everybody uh, for listening to the podcast. Kim um, has food poisoning and uncontrollable farts, so she's not in here right now, so that's why I took over. Um, So... Uh, we're going to cut the live stream uh, in a little while. Uh, so if you want to become a, a patron on Patreon, please do that. And as you're doing that, go ahead and uh, tip the artist at uh, uh, L-U-K-E-B-E-L-L-E-T. And then do the little fist bump emoji and a sad crying face. Just the one tear. Uh, and then let's give it up for Luke and the Lonely for our last song.
5: Oh my goodness. <laughs> Red. You luck like hits me. All right. <laughs>
3: Your dog hates me. She barks every time
5: that I meet you at the pet friendly bar. Maybe she knows something you don't. You say you're done with nice. that. All those days are over. with one night stands and boys who play at manhood. But it's 2 a.m. time for
1: you choo choo choo
5: you find your sugar daddy. Late night text, it's your latest boy. I you Try your craft beer and hug your friends good, good night, Tell me. tell me any girl would be lucky to have me, me but your dog hates me maybe she knows something yeah. you don't. yes
2: amazing thank you guys so much uh sorry i wasn't able to do the ending game there with you um i had a situation going on but lorraine sure. took over and hopefully she is good she could be a bit thirsty so luke i apologize if you know and sarah i mean who knows what she does mm-hmm. uh, so uh, hopefully that went well but thank you everybody for listening thank you so much to luke and the lonely for joining us this was amazing and i appreciate you guys uh where can we follow you on Instagram and website and all that stuff.
3: So Insta and Facebook, it's at Luke and the Lonely, mm-hmm. uh, spelled out. And We're
4: on Bandcamp as well, where you can get our merchandise and buy our songs that are out.
3: And then if you go to Lukeandlonely.com, we have a newsletter, which we put together, which is pretty funny. has some different content uh, than everything else and keeps you in the loop yeah. of what's coming up.
2: Heck yeah, because you got definitely some new singles that you're going to drop. Think throughout the year, and hopefully a full album. I think you said you're.
3: Well, we're one day. One day, we're, 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 we're we are working on what's our what's next. So uh, we're, we're thinking about that.
2: Great. Well, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to stop the live stream, and we're going to head over and do a little uh, private, uh, private. That's so creepy. Uh, a little exclusive <laughs> <laughs> clip. For our patrons, I don't know because to say maybe you should become a patron and
5: um, yeah. I don't know <laughs> instead of an, I mean our
3: patrons. <laughs>
2: yeah instead of an unplugged, we're gonna do an unclothed uh, episode. so go ahead and do that and please uh, join us if you are, are not a patron, uh, become one. and we will uh, Becky Joe wants to uh, roast one of, somebody's friend if they become a patron, but I just want to do something cute and like do a cute anniversary video or something and uh, do a birthday thing or whatever. But we'll also roast people if you want us to in a nice way, I guess. Who's to say? Um, But thank you everybody. Uh, We're going to cut this and then we'll see you on the flip side. Bye everybody.
0: Okay.